Now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the melting pack, and it starts right now. You're listening to the melting pack. Here's your host, Pat Chapman. Well, thank you, Jerome. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the show, The Melting Pat, the Next Level Network. Hope you're doing well today. I will let you know right off the top here that this show is going to sound a bit different because I got to do it in pieces because what I'll be doing, um, patrons usually get a little in between. Like if I have to take breaks, I'll do a little chatter for the patrons. But today I cannot do that because I have to, instead of chatting with you, I got to stop the show totally and do some work. So um, we're going to piece this together as I just hit the desk for some reason. And uh, I'm so mad I can't do it all in one shot because I was going to do it on uh, Riverside and let patrons join in the chat, but we don't have the time for that today. So we're doing it in pieces. So we'll do the song and then we'll segment it from there. All right. Hope you're well. How are you? Good. I I didn't ask. I'm sorry. I'm rude. Are you well? How are you? Hope you're doing okay. I am, uh, I don't know. I've been okay. You know, the back's been, uh, I woke up with some back pain today as is usual, the usual thing for me, but, um, otherwise I've been all right. You know, the kid's going to be two by the time you hear this. My son will be too, too. Can we play the sound for him? Yeah, why not? Let's play our default birthday sound, the uh, Super Mario 3 King fanfare. Um, We'll do that because he's not going to listen. That's fine. But he'll be two on Friday. By the time this show comes out, my son will be two years old, which seems insane. I've talked about it before when I have guests and we talk about, you know, it, it inevitably comes up about, the kid and whatnot. I'm like, it just seems crazy that a you can just have a kid. No one asks. Like, you don't have to take a test or do really much of anything except. Uh, well, never mind. But uh, yeah, and then you know, I will be honest. It, it is not all sunshine and rainbows and whatnot. But it's fun. Like now that he's figuring stuff out, he can say some words. Kind of, he's running around. He can, he can sort of ask for stuff. And um, he's also huge. And so when he runs, when he barrels into me, his head is right at the danger zone. So (laughs) when I say huge, I mean tall. He's half my size. His head is right, right in the crotchal area. And uh, yeah, we've had some incidents for sure where he just uh, barrels in and says, and you know, it happens. These are things that happen. And uh, one day he'll get his. So that, that, that's not, don't say that about yourself. All right. All right. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) Oh boy! Hope you're okay. Hope you're staying warm, cool, dry, whatever it is that you want. If you want to, if you want it to rain more, that's fine too. Uh, whatever you got going on, I truly hope you're doing well. Um, I wrote a thing for the patrons this week. I meant to do it as a video segment, but did not have the time. So that is up at themeltingpat.com, or I'm sorry, Patreon.com/slash/themeltingpat. The link to what uh, the thing will be in the show notes today. There we go at themeltingpat.com. Give me a dollar or two or three. And uh, you get some bonus stuff throughout the month. And then sign up for the newsletter while you're over there as well. All right? All right. Great. Having a great old time with all the stuff we have to do. Today on the show, we have our segment from, uh, I mentioned last week, our pal Vito won the NFL Pick'em and made his decision to talk about the Major League Baseball all-name team, basically cool names for baseball players. And uh, as promised... It is on the show today, so we'll talk about that. We got some good choices. We do. I, I like a lot of these choices. I liked a lot of these players, too, so that's going to be fun. We also have uh, some fan mail. Somebody asked me, if I did this show when I was 18, what might a topic have been on that show? And I love that question. Thank you to whoever asked it. I, do, I don't know. I came in through the website, didn't get the name. So um, if it was you, let me know so I can thank you properly. So we'll talk about that. Uh, I'm going to talk about political commercials, although I've, I may have talked about this before, but we're going to talk about it anyway. When, uh, you know, these political ads that say this person sucks, and then they don't tell you who the good person is in the race. And that bothers me. So we'll talk about that. And uh, that's it, right? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Like, it's going to take me four minutes to get through all that stuff. Uh, well, if I talk this fast, it will, right? No? All right. Anyway, there were... <laughs> There we go. We're going to start today, though. I know we've been here for a few minutes already, but you know, that's how this goes. I chatter, we play the song, and then get on with the show. And I I have asked, if you mind, 
this little banter at the top of the show, and uh, most of you, actually all of you, have said no. So I appreciate that. If, if it bothers you, if you would like me to, to keep the banter to a minimum or just eliminate it entirely, that's fine. You let me know. This show is, I mean, it's for me. The show is for me. Let's be honest. The show is for me. But if I'm doing something you don't love, I would like to hear it. I'd like to know that there's something on this show that you're not a fan of me doing, and then I can adjust as needed. All right? Does that sound fun? This show, I'm very democratic. You know, I'm not saying that I'll take all of your advice immediately, but uh, I do have a nice list of, like, I called it ways to make the show better, that I started with my live show because we got reviewed occasionally, and I would just leave the note, like, whatever note they put on there, I'd make it, I'd put a list. Be like, here's what people think I should do to make the show sound better. And for the most part, I have. I've, I've followed that advice and made it, uh, I feel like I've made this a better show, uh, except that, hey, Pat, you're rambling about stuff no one cares about. All right, well, you know, that's fair. That is fair to say thank you, and I will take your criticism under consideration. I appreciate you being here. All right, anyway, there we go. Now we're going to go and do the thing. Our dear friend, Chris Crimmins, he's been on this show with a previous project. Although, wait, is it just Crimmins? Yes, it's just, well, his name is Chris Crimmins. Anyway, um, he's at Crimmins Music, that's C R I. M-M-I-N-S, Crimmins Music on Twitter and Instagram. Is he on Facebook? I don't know, actually. Um, you know, Thad told me, speaking of Crimmins and Thad, they're connected. Uh, well, they were. They're friends. And, you know, Thad told me he was on Facebook and he wasn't there. He wasn't. I didn't find him anyway. Damn you, Thaddeus. All right, anyway, love you, buddy. Good luck on tour. Or break a leg, whatever you say when people go on tour. All right, so uh, wind it back around, Pat. Crimmins, Crimmins Music on uh, Twitter and Instagram. And I'm doing this to coax him to coming on the show because he said we were going to do it and we haven't found the time. But I figure if I tag him because I played his song on the show, he'd be like, oh yeah, I was supposed to do that. And, or not, it's fine anyway. Go Suns, I guess. Uh, (laughs) Crimmins has two songs out. We're going to play the first one. Uh, The link to get it will be in the show notes. And again, Crimmins Music. Uh, Follow him on Twitter and Instagram. Tell him I sent you this song. I love it. It's great. It's different from what his uh, previous band was, which I think is fantastic because I like when guys evolve, when guys and girls and dadies and thems evolve musically and um, show a different side. So, Crimmins, this song is called Teenagers in the 90s. It's the Melty Pat. We're coming right back. Let's go back. Nostalgic for something we never had. Rewind to find out what we went back. Retracing our steps to where we stand Where do we stand? Feel like it was just the other day Turn around and look the other way We were better off before We don't talk like that no more We can dance at the night i 
And there you have it, our dear friend, Chris Crimmins. Crimmins, is he just going by his last name? I should have asked. No, then that ruins the surprise of him seeing the tag and going, oh yeah, I was supposed to come on Pat's show. Anyway, Teenagers in the 90s is the name of the song. Find more from him, Crimmins Music, on Twitter and Instagram. He's probably on TikTok. I don't don't know how TikTok works, but he might be on there doing things, or he's not, and he's going to be like, Pat, you should know this before you do the show. You're right. You're right. I should. I really should. Whoa. Just got really close. All right, there we go. The Melting Pat, the next level network. We are back. Did that work? I felt a little flat, a little off. It was fun, and I'm sure at the very least, Chris will appreciate it. Anybody else, uh, if you don't like that, then uh, do better. You know what? That's what I should do. If you are not a fan of the mouth riffs that I do, if well, if you don't like them at all, let me know. I'm not going to stop doing them, but I will. Uh, I'll know that at least someone hates it, and then I'll do it just for you. I'll, I'll exaggerate it for you. But if you think I am doing a poor job on these mouth riffs, blah, 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 can't even say the damn word, um, like I did there. If you thought that was bad and it was off in some way, I would like you to try better. You try to do it. You can pick your own. You can do what I did, like pick the part of the the song that I did, or pick a different part of the song and send it to me. All right, you can do it on SpeakPipe. It's right there at themeltingpat.com. You can do it on your on your phone. You can call me. Call me five five five. Come on now. No, it's two zero nine eight six seven seven six three eight. Or if you uh, want to do it via voice memo on your own little gadget and um, email that to me, tmpfanmail@gmail.com. Do that, and then I don't have a way to for you to. Send me files directly through the website. I have not figured that out yet. Um, you know, it's funny. Years ago, I asked someone how to do that. Somebody who worked at the uh, at the station where I did the live show. I said, hey, is, is there a way that I can do that? And he said, there is, but be careful because people can send you anything and it could get messy. So I decided I backed off. But there are several ways to send me things. If you think I'm doing a poor job with the mouth riffing and you think you can do better, I would like you to send that over to me. And then... Uh, We'll play if you want me to tell you what, send it over and then leave a leave a comment somewhere or say at the end, like, hey, share this on the show or don't share it on the show. And then if you say yes, then we'll play it on the show next to mine, like run it after mine, and then we'll uh, we'll let everybody judge. Does that sound like fun? I know I'm giving you homework, but that could be fun, right? Maybe for three of us. Could that be good? All right. Anyway, there we go. Crimmins music on Twitter and Instagram, teenagers in the nineties. Go get it now. And uh, tell them you want them to come on the show, and then we'll talk about Pokemon Crystal. And it'll be great. It'll be great. If we see, I don't have a lot of time though. So, Chris, let me know. Reach out, and um, we will do our best to make it work. Okay? Great. Awesome. All right. On with the rest of the show, or at least this part of the show, because then, you know, work has to get done. So, our friend Vito, who used to do a segment on this show every once in a while um, about super wins, where it's a stat he made up, where the starting pitcher, will drive in more runs than he allows in a game. Unfortunately, with the universal designated hitter, that's not a thing anymore. Um, So Vito, if you have a a different segment you'd like to present, let me know, and we'll make it happen. But he won the NFL Pick'em this year. And so I said, hey, you can come on the show, talk about whatever you want. And then he decided, nope, I'm going to pick a topic for you, and you can talk about it and share it with people and get some answers and go from there. So Vito decided, hey, let's do this. He did this. He sent me this in February, full disclosure, and I just hadn't had time until now to uh, to collect all the answers. So he's like, yeah, baseball season's coming. Let's talk about some fun baseball names to say, either like just cool names or just fun to say. One of his choices was uh, Rod Barajas. He was a catcher for, who did he play for? Somebody will let me know. 
Um, and so things like that. So his, I'm not going to read you his entire list. I'm not going to do that as my thing just froze. Okay, we're going to try this again. We're going to, oh no, oh no, now it's all gone. <laughs> I just lost my note. It was all I had. I had a thing I was going to tell you and it's gone. Ah, oh, damn. All right. So, um, oh, we're going to talk about that later. So yeah, he, uh, of course, Nomar Garcia Parra is on his list. Shin Su Chu is on there. Coco Crisp. Um, he's got a got a lot of great uh, a lot of great names on here. Big fan, and really, um, I shared his list on the website. So if you want to go check it out, his team, the all name team, is submitted by Vito. Uh, if you want to go check that out, you can. I'm not going to read all of them, but he uh, he brought up a point like, hey, in their prime, this is actually not a bad team, which is fun. So like, it's like they're cool names to say, and they're good uh, good sports names, good baseball names, and also a lot of these guys, pretty good players. So I like it. I like it. Thank you, Vito, for that. I appreciate it. And uh, I came up with a few off the top of my head. I'm going to be real. I wanted to see if we could all make a whole team, like a maybe not a full 25, 26-man roster, but like if we could get every position on the field filled. I was hoping we could do that. I don't think we did. I'm not sure we made it, but I thought of a couple off the top of my head, um, which I think only, I don't know if anybody else mentioned any. I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, our second baseman, at least for me, Mickey Morandini. That's a great name. Oh, man, what a fun guy to watch. Uh, actually, two of these guys played for the Phillies. He, wait, did did Heathcliff Slocum play for the Phillies? I'm trying to remember. I know that he – so he played for the Red Sox and was traded for, I think, either minor league guys or the draft picks who became Derek Lowe and Jason Varitek, who led the, world, led the Red Sox to win the World Series in 04. So – that's a pretty fun fact. Um, he did, I swear he did play for the Phillies, right? I should have looked it up. I just thought of his name, and I was like, yeah, I remember that guy. I don't remember him being very good for a lot of the time, but uh, that's a fun one to say. I liked it. Mark Grudzelanek was a good one. Shortstop, second baseman. So we have the middle infield covered. Uh, Skip Schumacher was an outfielder. He also played a little third base and second base. So we got one of our outfield spots taken. So that's good. He, I believe he manages the... Is he the one who managed with Scott Spezio? That's a good name, too, by the way. Um, did he get a managerial job? I forget. Anyway, those are the ones that I came up with. Uh, Seth says, I really wish that HaHa ha Clinton Dix played baseball right now. Yeah, me too. That's a good one. And uh, Ben Jarvis Green Ellis, speaking of good, solid football player names. That's fun. We tried to do this on our one of our sports shows. We tried to like spin off into a great names segment, but we it didn't go anywhere. But... Um, I'm glad we can finally come back around several 15 years later. So there we go. Uh, Gertner says, Sugar Ray Marimon, he pitched for the Braves as a reliever. I think he only played in like one or two games, but it still counts. Still counts. And he got two starting pitchers as well. At least I think Buck Farmer was a starter. I know Vicente Padilla uh, was a starter. It is Vicente, not Vincente, right? I did get that right. I copied it from what he said. I didn't look it up. Uh, he he played for the Phillies, right? Yeah, he played for the Phillies during the, uh, let's call it the lean years. <laughs> Before they won five divisions in a row and after they went to the World Series in 93. So, like, there was a period of time when I was in, when I was a kid, the Phillies were awful. And Vicente Badia was, uh, was a guy, was a starter. He was a guy, he was a dude on that team. Dale says Bronson Arroyo, he was also a starting pitcher. It helps that he looks like a cartoon character. <laughs> Fun fact, I once went around as on Halloween as Bronson Royal. I'm a white man with curly hair, and so my mom put it in, you know, braids or rows, whatever she did with it, and I had a, a Red Sox shirt, and I ironed on 61 and went around, and nobody knew who the f*** I was. <laughs> Maybe they did. I don't remember, but uh, I do remember that, and uh, no, I don't have any pictures. Maybe I do somewhere around here. Uh, they're not accessible, so you're not going to see them right away unless somebody else finds them. All right, sorry. Dave Wadding says, Mark Zepchinski. That's a good one. Good reliever. Hell of a name. A lot of letters on the back of that jersey. Oh, my goodness. Um, thank you, Dave. Oh, Dave also says, Augie Ojeda. He played second, short, and third, so I'm sure we could fit him in somewhere. Augie Ojeda's a great name. And uh, he brought up one. He said, wait, did Paul Ossenmacher make the cut? Because Vito said, uh, we're going to get to it next here, said started at 2000. Because before that, it's just, you know, he said that he set a parameter. It was his uh, his topic, so he set the parameter, and he said start with the year two thousand. And unfortunately, Paul Ossenmacher stopped playing baseball uh, for the major in the major leagues anyway 
1999. So there you go. Ah, bummer. That's a good one. Speaking of, uh, speaking of bummer, Supreme Olajuwon said, nah, I'm not participating in this thread. If I can't talk about how Cannonball Titcom won 14 games for the New York Giants in 1888, which is funny because like I said, when Vito sent me a message, he said, hey, we're going to start it with the year 2000 because if we don't, we're going to have a bunch of guys from the 1900s and, and before, you know, Cannonball Titcom and whatnot and uh, Johnny Dickshot and things like that. So he said, uh, yeah, don't do that. So it's very funny that somebody complained about not using, not being able to use Cannonball when that was a name specifically that Vito noted in his exclusions when he set his parameters. So there you go. Uh, Lockjaw says Albert Pujols. That's a good one. Great one. Great player. Great first baseman. Um, solid pick for this team, I would say. Clockshot says Carter Keyboom. It is Keyboom, right? K-I-E-B-O-O-M. Keyboom. Uh, third base and shortstop. We could find a place for him, I'm sure. Uh, Pat Leary says a starter slash reliever. Tuki Toussaint. That's a good one. I don't remember. Like, I couldn't tell you if he was good or not, but I do remember the name. Or does he still play? Is it is he one of those guys? I don't know. Uh, reliever, Boof Bonzer. That's a good one. Second base, Scooter Jeanette. Outfielder, Milton Bradley. And shortstop, Uneski Betancourt. There you go. That's Those are some solid names right there. I like it. Did we get a full team? That's all of them. Those are the answers that uh, that I got from all of you. Again, not reading Vito's whole list because um, that's a lot of names, and I don't want to do that. Sorry, Vito. But again, that's at the website. Uh, so did we get a full squad? Or like, a, did we get a full lineup? Not a full squad. Did we get a full lineup? Like, could we fill every position on the field with these players? Let me see. Four guys for the rotation. We got a few relievers. Uh, we got the infield. We have a couple of outfielders, but no catcher. All right, so somebody submit a catcher, and we'll we'll uh, put this together as a as a starting nine for uh, for a team, and see where we go. I'll you know what I'll do. I will see if in one of these old baseball games I have, if all these guys are in there, and see if we can field a team just with guys with these neat names that we like. So send somebody send me a catcher, and uh, maybe a, a closer, or a couple more relievers, and we'll see if we can do it. All right, let me know. But thank you, everybody, for your answers. Thank you to Vito for the suggestion. I hope that I did it justice. Um, he did ask, Vito did ask uh, ChatGPT for uh, for their squad. So I will share that list if I can. I know where it is. Uh, I will share that at the website as well if you want to check that out. We got some good names on there as well. But again, not going to read them all because I just spent time reading, and uh, that might bore you. So there we go. So that is, uh, as far as we've gathered, as far as we've put together, our all MLB name team. So if you have our all name, I'm sorry, all name MLB team. So if you got a catcher or a couple, of, I guess I think we need another outfielder, maybe another uh, reliever. Then let me know, and we will uh, we'll field a squad, and I'll see if one of these games I have, uh, if we can put them all together on one team. All right, can we do that? Yes, great, great. Thank you, Vito. Congratulations on winning the pick'em. And uh, what do we got next here? We're gonna take a break because again. Work has to get done. We got to do that. We're going to do, are we doing Pat Peeve, the political ads, or um, the fan mail? We should end with the fan mail because the Pat, we don't want to end on a Pat Peeve. Like I said last week or two weeks ago, um, we don't want to end on getting mad unless the whole show is me getting mad. So on the other side of this break, you'll hear a sound. Maybe the, we'll use the baseball hit, I guess, that the baseball bat smack. We'll use that sound effect. And on the other side, you will hear me uh, talk about political ads when they don't tell me who to vote for. And how they make me mad. All right, got to go do some work. Back in a bit. Alrighty, through the magic of editing, this is all going to be in one piece for you. I got to do this full. I don't have to tell you this. There's no reason for me to let you know. But uh, this is going to sound different because A, it's earlier in the day, and B, it's a different day. So there we go. We are back with uh, the things we're going to talk about. We had to, uh, I'm telling you, man, work is, work's been driving me nuts lately. Don't they know I have a show to do? God damn it. All right. Anyway, um, <laughs> we're going to get mad just for a minute here. So it's election season. If you live in Pennsylvania, the primary election, your voting, your election day to go vote is Tuesday, May 16th. Do we have other primary dates? All right. I was going to tell you um, what day your state was going to vote because I think they're all different. If they're not, uh, the primaries are all different dates, I thought. Um, Maybe they're not. Maybe I was wrong. So maybe everybody votes on May 16th. But I'm pretty sure that's not true. I'm pretty sure that's not the case. I thought every day. Anyway, um, everything that I was looking up was uh, just for Pennsylvania. Even when I typed in, hey, I want other states. And they were like, nope, 
Well, Google was like, no, you're going to do this because you live here. All right, thanks. Thanks, Google. Appreciate you. Um, anyway, so it's political ad season. I feel like that never really ends. People are coming to the door. You're getting the phone calls, the robocalls, the text messages, all that stuff. And uh, it's annoying. And if you don't vote, I guess this isn't for you. But we actually do have somebody asked a question about voting and stuff that's going to go in the newsletter for this month, at the end of the month. So look out for that if you want or or don't. Do whatever you want to do. Um, so here's what bothers me. I mean, I don't like all the political ads. I don't really care. I, I like to, you know, uh, I, I hate to use this phrase has been corrupted now, but do my own research and figure out who to vote for based on what they stand for. And I don't need to see a bunch of it, uh, you know, mudslinging and all that. And I understand that's how the game works, but it's not for me. And my that's why I'm not going to run for office because I can't, I, I just don't, but here's the one thing, the one positive, if I ever ran for office, here is the one positive that I could get out of that, is that someone for my opponent, say I was running for, I don't know, count, say I'm running for uh, mayor. Let's go with that. If I'm in the mayoral race and my opponent would have to, the, the only good thing, other than if I win, then I could maybe do stuff. But the only good thing is that my opponent would have some some sorry intern go through every episode of this show and my live show and all the shows I did in college because they're all online. Someone would, some intro, some poor kid, some poor 20-year-old just trying to get some college credit for their poli-sci degree or whatever, uh, they, would <laughs> they would have to go through and listen to every episode of this show. Now, this is episode 426 of this show, of the podcast. And I also did 200 live shows. And in college, I did about 100 and, I think 150, 160, something like that, all those shows. So someone would have to go through and listen to all of those episodes and try to find something that I said that would make me undesirable to voters. Some Something that would, um, I don't want to, I'm not going to dive into this well, but Something that would be get that would get me canceled, right? And so some poor kid would have to listen to all of my shows because they get worse as you go backwards. The quality gets worse, and so someone would have to listen to every single episode. So what did I say? One fifty. This is four twenty six. That's five. What five seventy six plus two hundred live shows. So that's what seven seven six episodes of me. Plus, if you find every everything, um, if you can find my Twitch videos, I don't think they're anywhere, but. Well, nothing is really lost on the internet, right? So I wonder if my Twitch videos are still around. I did, I don't know, probably 30 or 40 of those. So we're up to like 800 pieces of media that you would have to go listen to to try to find something that I said that would make people not want to vote for me. And even if I didn't win, the satisfaction of knowing that some get like, say we're in a debate or like something comes up in the news, like, oh, he said this on his uh, on his show and you know, April of 2013, the satisfaction I would get knowing that some kid had to listen. I mean, I, I'd feel bad for the kid, but knowing that my opponent would have to go so low as to say, hey, listen to all those things. Like they were so worried about me and, and what I could do in the election that they made their poor intern listen to hundreds of hours of me just to find something that would make me undesirable to voters. And that would be the best. Like, I don't even have to win at that point. Like I'd probably, you know what I would do? <laughs> so say this, and this has nothing to do with the, with the Pappy, but something I thought of while I was talking about it. Here's what I would do. Okay. So I, we're at a debate or I'm at a, I'm at a press conference or whatever. And someone asks me, Hey, your opponent, you know, whoever, Jimmy from Mayfair said, uh, you know, you said this on your radio show in, in 2013. Do you have a comment? And, I, and they say they play the clip, right? Was that you? I said, yeah. And I explained this segment. I was probably making a dumb joke because I was in my 20s. And I said, yeah, you know, I was making a joke. All right, great. Uh, but I'd like to take this opportunity to thank Jimmy from Mayfair and uh, say I'm sorry to that poor intern who had to listen to hours of me on my show. And uh, you know what? That's satisfaction for me enough. I concede the race. I'm dropping out. And then, or I wouldn't concede to him because there's probably, maybe there's another candidate in the fold. but. Um, like, say it's now, because in Philadelphia, there are like seven or eight candidates for mayor. So I imagine there would be more than just me and Jimmy from Mayfair. So um, that's a deep cut, by the way. If anybody knows what that's from, let me know. Leave a review and say, uh, we miss you, Jimmy, if you know what that means. Um, 
where was I? Oh, yeah. So I would say, you know what? Jimmy from Mayfair, thank you. And uh, I'm sorry to your poor intern. I had to listen to all those uh, hours of me. But uh, we can only go down from here. So I, uh, I hereby announce that I'm dropping out of the race for mayor. Because <laughs> that would be enough. That would be enough. Like knowing that he was so scared that he had to, oh, we have to dig some dirt up on this guy. And made some poor kid listen to all those hours of all of my, my whole catalog. Hours over years, right? I've been doing this since 08, right? So if he goes back all that way, because he's so worried that he needs to find some dirt on me because I'm such a bad guy, or he thinks I'm a bad guy, or apparently I'm a good guy, and he has to find something bad that I said in jest or take something out of context, which does happen, right? Um, I think that would be the best. Anyway, nothing to do. That's a little uh, little tangent there about politics and why I'm not running for office, but the, where, how I got there was I couldn't deal with all the mudslinging nonsense. And what bothers me most about, well, other than the annoying text messages, but really I just block those and whatever. It takes, you know, eight to 10 seconds of my day. But what bothers me about these ads is that one, they're everywhere. And two, these goddamn commercials where they say, oh, this person is terrible. Like they voted for this or they, their husband does this or his wife does this or whatever the, whatever the, you know, attack would be, whatever the character assassination attempt includes in this commercial. I just, I don't like that the end of the commercial isn't, oh, by the way, vote for this guy instead. Like, it's usually just, hey, this person's a piece of And this is why. And they list three or four things and they play, you know, foreboding music and they have the things are in black and white and the the picture of them is like with their mouth open pointing or whatever because it's mid-sentence at a speech or something like that. And it's like, yeah, all right, great, great, great. Okay. So who are they running against? Who do they want me to vote for instead? Who do they want me? Like, they're obviously, this is paid for by someone else who is running for office, who is running for the same office, council, mayor, you know, Senate, Congress, whatever. whatever, Whoever gets elected to what, right? That's obviously paid for by someone who is running for some kind of office. And you're telling me this person is bad. This person is terrible. Don't vote for this person. Okay, great. You don't like this person. That's awesome. Who should I vote for instead? At the very least, you should be telling me who to vote for, right? That's the point of these commercials, is that you want me to vote for your guy or girl or whoever. Your thady or thentleman. Is that themtleman? Is that how you say that? Thadies and themtleman is how you, that's how I greet people. I saw that on Twitter a couple of years ago and I loved it. So I try to use that as often as possible. But I'm just wondering, like, what, like, I get the point of the attack ad. I understand it. Like, oh, this person sucks. Don't vote for that person. That's fine. That's what you want to do? Great. You want to crap on that person? Awesome. No problem. Great. No no issue with that at all. The issue I have is the end of the commercial should say, by the way, you should vote for this person instead. And it does happen sometimes where it's just like crap on somebody for a minute or so, and then you come back around and say, oh, this guy's your choice instead. Vote push lever 8B or whatever. They're not levers anymore. They haven't been levers for 20 years. But you know, push button 38B or whatever it is. But at the end of the commercial, you should tell me who I should vote for instead of this person you're just taking a giant on. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I know they're not going to stop. I know there aren't going to be fewer political ads for me to watch when I'm trying to watch Jeopardy or Wheel of Fortune or whatever. I understand that they're going to be there. Again, like I've resigned myself to this fact. And that's, I mean, it's not fine. It's annoying. But if you're going to do it, at the very least, so people who run political campaigns, people who work on these advertisements, you're doing fine, except... You should to actually you know what you're not doing fine. That's the point of this segment is that you're not doing fine. And you have to tell me who I should vote for instead of the person you don't like. So just put a little tag at the end. By the way, vote for, you know, Johnny from uh, from Fox Chase or whatever. You know, put I'm just naming Philadelphia neighborhoods. <laughs> I'm not sure why Jimmy from Mayfair and Johnny from Fox Chase are going up against each other. But uh, anyway, um. The point is, if you're doing a political ad of any sort, if you're even if you're making a political post on Facebook, like, hey, this person sucks ass, that's fine. You can do that. But what I also need you to do is tell me who the other person is who is the better choice in that race. Tell me who I should vote for, who, do you, who you think. Maybe we don't agree, and that's fine. But at the very least, you got to tell me who your guy or girl is. That's, the, that's all I'm asking. Tell me who it is. Like, crap on everybody all you want. That's the name of the game. That's what happens. That's no problem. Tell me who I should vote for instead. 
That's all. It just it just bothers me when I see all these ads. First of all, there are so many of them. And second of all, uh, they don't tell me who to vote for instead. They're just like, hey, this person sucks. I'm like, that's great. Who paid for this? Who am I voting for instead? Who's the other choice? Who's the good? Like, this is this person's the bad choice. Who's the good choice? At the very least, let me know that. That's all. All right. One more break, and then we're going to go. We got one more thing. Uh, we got some fan mail. So we're going to answer that right after this. I got to take a drink. I got to check a work thing, and we will be right back. All righty. We are back. We're going to ignore that I just recorded the whole thing, and then um, I lost it. We're going to ignore that part because uh, we're just going to do it again. But we're back. I'm so dumb. I'm such a dumbass. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, we did a whole thing on Dunkin' Beverages that I did. I, I, uh, should we just do it all again? Pretend like that never happened. I can't. I'm just mad. Oh, damn it. I'm so stupid. I'm just so dumb. Yeah, I recorded a whole thing like 15 minutes and uh, lost it because I'm stupid. Um, all right. So let's uh, let's, run, let's run it back. So uh, before we do the fan mail, I... Um, I got a bone to pick with people who love drinks from Dunkin' because uh, my smoking hot wife got me. She ordered Dunkin' this morning. She said, do you want anything? And I said, Boston Cream Donut, because Boston Cream Donuts are my absolute favorite, not even close, and uh, and an iced tea. Well, first I said, hey, iced tea lemonade. But she's like, hey, I don't think they do that, which they used to do a frozen Arnold Palmer, frozen iced tea lemonade, which is delicious. And the only drink from Dunkin' that to me is any good. And so she's like, all right, get iced tea. And she said, sweetened or unsweetened? And I said, sweetened. What are you, nuts? Come on now. Come on here. Uh, it's a joke for one. Um, so I said, yeah, sweetened iced tea. And I have it here. And I got to say, if this is their sweet iced tea, I don't want to know what their unsweetened tastes like. And maybe maybe it's me. Maybe it's Maybelline that I've just been having sweet drinks all the time. And I don't know what, uh, like, my drinks have been overly sweet for my entire life or for my adult life, I guess. And so maybe I don't know what, like, I don't know what the right level of sweetness is supposed to be because I've been having over-sweetened drinks for so long. Maybe that's it. But I did just, uh, I don't know. Everybody says that all these drinks from Dunkin', the coffee or the, I don't really love coffee, but like the hot chocolate, people raved about that. And to me, it tastes like coffee. It was gross. This iced tea is barely sweet. Like, this is not, I don't know. I feel like if I have to add sugar to it to make it taste good, then it's, I don't consider it sweetened iced tea. And maybe, but again, maybe this is me. Maybe my palate is so, is so desensitized to sugar because I've had so many overly sugarly drinks for my, for most of my life. Maybe that's it. Maybe I don't know that this is what a sweetened beverage is supposed to taste like when it's sweetened the correct, at the correct level. Maybe that's it. I don't know. Um, anyway, Thank you to my smoking hot wife for getting me the Boston cream donut. Delicious. And at the very least, this iced tea is uh, quenching my thirst. How about that? All right. So we got some fan mail. And I wish I, could, I knew who this was from. Because when you go to the website and you put in uh, to ask me a question, you don't have to put in your name. You can just put like a dot or, a, or an X or whatever. And that's what somebody did. Uh, so maybe it was Jimmy from Mayfair, my opponent in the... <laughs> In the mayoral race. <laughs> Maybe he decided to ask this question to get me to slip up and say something dumb. Well, Jimmy from Mayfair, God bless you, and it's going to work because we're going to go hard on this. So let's just say it's Jimmy from Mayfair wants to know, if you had done this show when you were 18, what might a topic have been? And I love this question. I think it's great. Uh, I'm going to do two, if you don't mind. They're kind of related. Um but for sure, I think I made a post about this a few months ago. If I had done the show when I was in high school or, you know, 2006, I was 18. I was um, just starting college. If I had done a show, say I did this show, just me, maybe it, well, it would have been at the time podcasts weren't really a thing. So it would have been like a, it would have been a radio show and it would have been like a live call in show, I assume. And it would have been who is the hottest person in your contacts? Although let's be real. If I'm doing this when I'm 18, it would have been who's the hottest girl in your contacts? And I would have been like, yep, this is great. And then they they send the name or they send the, say they, this is probably what I would have done. We would have run the segment, run the call in and say, okay, we have a Facebook group or a whatever. Remember when I did the uh, the hottest TV mom and TV dad and I made a bracket for all the people and had the pictures and all that. We would have done that, except with people that we know 
in real life. And so we would have done like who's the hottest person in your, who's the hottest girl in your contacts, and we would have just had a, had a bunch of pictures of a bunch of I don't know eighteen to twenty year olds from people's phones, and we all would have like put it to a vote from random people on the internet who thinks you're hot like Facebook used to be like the the original Facebook was to rate hot girls at his school wherever he went Harvard right, um so he made that to do like it would have been that it would have been you know hot or not but at, on a local level between me and whoever listened to the show. And so we would have done that and we would have set up the bracket uh, with all these random people from all your phones and all these random hot girls from your phones. <laughs> and for sure, um, do you remember when uh, I played a segment probably two years ago on the show from my live show when I talked about when Miley Cyrus, uh, people were talking about her boobs, like, did you get a breast job? Uh, you know, did you get a, did you get a, you know, did you get implants, a breast job? What am I doing? Um, see, see, I had this the first time. And I lost it because I'm a dope. And so this is what you get. You get second take Pat, which is uh, not as good. So people are like, oh, Miley, did you get a, did you get implants? And she's like, no, boobs grow. I'm 19. And uh, my dad texted me when he heard that and said, oh, yeah, I turned it off after that because I didn't like that part. I'm like, okay, that's fair. So I think the straw for my mom would have been, why are you rating people? Why are you doing this with your with people in your phone? Don't do that. I would have gotten a, either a phone call and or a sternly worded message that said, hey, you should not have done that. And then I would have killed the segment because I would have listened to my mom because I'd have been like, you know what? You're right. You're right. This is a bad idea. Uh, but for sure. Yeah, my mom would have uh, would have had something to say about that because, uh, yeah, it's inappropriate. It is inappropriate. Yeah. If, if you if you heard a segment that said, hey, hey, send a picture of the hottest girl in your contact list to a random person on the Internet let's say. And I don't know if any like random person would have heard me at the time. I don't know if any random person will hear me now, but if, uh, <laughs> send me, send me a picture of a random hot girl in your phone and we'll put them in a bracket. And then we're going to all vote. Strangers on the internet are going to vote to see who the hottest girl is. And we would have crowned a champion of the hottest girl in, in melting Pat lands, the uh, contact list. Contact. We would have done that. That would have been a thing that I would have wanted to do, uh, but I would have killed the segment because mom would have hated it and would have um, would have called me to tell me to not run it. And I would have because I I would have just killed it because because I would have thought about it and I'm like you know what you're right it was fun in the moment but it's inappropriate so we would have killed it for sure. Um, so that's the one thing that for sure would have been a thing. But the other thing is <laughs> this is so dumb too. Um, if you're a ten looks wise. If you are attractive to someone, to anyone, you're allowed to believe one dumb thing. That's my theory. You're allowed to believe one dumb thing if you're hot. And that would have been a thing. Like, all right, say you're, uh, you're at a bar and you're sitting with a lad or a lass and you're saying to yourself, wow, this person is attractive. I want to go talk to them. I want to have some kind of a relationship, physical or otherwise. This person is great. I'm so enamored with them. And you start talking. You have a good conversation. And then they're like, oh, yeah, but I think the Earth is flat. And I think, uh, you know, Mars is flat, too. And they're like, oh, yeah, I, I don't think corn is real. I think uh, it's all little trackers from the government. So every time you eat corn, you're getting another tracker in your body that stays there for 50 years. And you're like, huh, wow, okay. And if they believe one of those things, like say they believe the Earth is flat and Mars is also flat for some reason. For whatever reason, that's a thing they believe. Whoever told them, whatever they read, whoever they, you know, whoever they talked to, they believe that with their with their whole chest, as they say. Their whole head, they believe that the earth, both the earth and Mars, are flat. And you go, okay. And and they're so you're so enamored with them. You're so into them physically. And everything else is fine. That you're allowed that you ignore that what you say to yourself, you know what? Yeah, they think the earth and Mars are flat, and that's dumb as hell. But man, am I ever gonna Ever gonna be friends with a person who's this attractive? Am I ever gonna have a chance with someone who's this hot? No. So you let that slide. It's like the Seinfeld when George stopped having sex. He stopped having sex and he got smarter. And then he, uh, <laughs> the end of the, the, the spoiler, the end of the episode, he's dumb again because he had sex with a Portuguese waitress because he did the math and realized he's probably never gonna have a chance to have sex with a Portuguese waitress again, or Portuguese woman, or whatever, right? That was it, right? Is that the Seinfeld bit? Somebody remind me. Um, 
I know I've seen it a couple times, but I'm, maybe I got some details wrong. So Seinfeld fans, let me know. Sorry I screwed up if I screwed it up. Uh, so yeah, it's it's that. It's like you believe one thing, but well, it's not that, but it's you let something slide because you do the math and you realize you might not have a chance with someone who to you is this hot ever again. And so you let that one thing slide. Like, oh, corn's not real. It's trackers from the government. Or the Earth and Mars are flat. Or, you know, whatever. Whatever the other thing might be. But if they believe, like, if they believe both of those, then you got to be out, right? Because this person's too dumb to function. I don't care how hot they are. We got to go. But if they believe just one of them, then you let that slide. Because if you're a 10, you get to believe one dumb thing. One dumb thing. You can believe it. That's one. Whatever it is, whatever dumbass thing it is, somebody's going to let it slide because you're a 10 in their eyes. And that would have been a segment. If I'd done this show in 2006, that would have been a segment, a real thing I would have done, a real conversation I would have had, and I would have said, hey, call in. What's your dumb thing? What is the one dumb thing you could allow because the person is a 10? Because the guy, girl, whoever is so attractive to you that you're going to let that slide. That one dumbass thing they believe, you're going to let it go because you're so into them. Let me know. You know what? Can we do this now? Let me know. Let me know now. Leave a leave a comment on one of the posts, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, one of those, or uh, or on the on the website or wherever, leave a voicemail, leave a send a text 209-867-7638, leave a review. Um Jimmy from Mayfair, if you're out there, let me know. Uh give me <laughs> Keep me up to date on things like this, man. Um, yeah, we'll do we'll do it now. Yeah, if you, all right, if there is someone who is so attractive, but they believe one dumb thing, and you can let that slide, what is the dumb thing they would believe? So yeah, let's all assume that this theory is uh, let's this is a working theory. If someone is so attractive to you, you're gonna let them believe one stupid ass thing. What is it? What is the dumb thing? that you're going to say, wow, that's dumb, but they're so hot, I'm going to let it go. What is it? Is it the? Is it flat earth? Is it corn's not real? Is it uh, some mystery third thing I'm not thinking of? Let me know. If someone is so hot to you, what is the dumbest thing they can believe that you would let slide because they're so hot? Let me know. That would have been a segment on the show if we did it in 06, and we're actually going to do it today. What is the one thing? I don't want to know the person. I don't need to know that. I don't need to, we're not doing the, you know, hottest person you know in real life or whatever. That'd be creepy. Uh, it'd be funny probably if you sent me 18 pictures of me, but um, that might be funny. But anyway, we're not doing that part because that that's going to, no, 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 that's going to get me, uh, that's going to get me to drop out of the, uh, <laughs> drop out of the election. But if someone can believe one dumb thing and you let it slide because they're hot, What's the thing? What is the one thing that you're going to let go because that person's a 10? Let me know. TheMeltingPat.com. All the things. I want to know. This is going to be fun. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Or, you know, it might, we might kill it because mom will text me later and say, you shouldn't do that. All right. No? All right. <laughs> Maybe not. Anyway, that's all. <laughs> Jesus. That's all. I got to get to got to get some work done. I got to go get my trash cans before they disappear. Uh, we got to go. All right. Thank you so much for being here. My thanks to Chris Crimmins for the song Teenagers in the 90s. Go get it where you get your tunes. Links to all his things as far as I could find will be in the show notes at themeltingpat.com. So there you go, my friend. Thank you very much. Come on the show. We'll talk Pokemon real soon. Yes? No? All right. When we find the time, we'll figure it out. Okay? All right. Thank you very much. We are good. We are good to go. G-Love and Special Sauce with Cold Beverage. They're going to play us out as they always do, unless you listen on YouTube. Because um, then, you know, I don't want to get a copyright thing. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we're good. Go have fun. This has been an 8-Boy in the production. So until next time, my friends, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Get vaccinated and boosted when you can. And of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. We are good, right? Yes, I love you. Happy Mother's Day. Enjoy your day, moms and mom-like figures in the world. Go have fun. Go do the thing. I'm taking the boy on his first Taco Bell trot so uh, mom can get some quiet up in here. We're going to do that. And I'll, maybe I'll go to Target. I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out. That'll be Sunday morning. And by the time you hear this, I'll have a two-year-old son, which just seems insane. It doesn't seem real. But there we go. We are good. 
to go. I'm recording this part on his due date, by the way, and uh, tomorrow's his birthday. So there you go. Yesterday for you, if you listen on Saturday. Um, I didn't forget about the survey thing that I want to send out to you. I just haven't had time to do it. Uh, My bad. I'll get to it at some point. I don't know. I don't know when I'll do it, but uh, there we go. We're good. We're good to go. We did all the stuff. We covered it all. TheMeltingPat.com, Patreon.com, slash TheMeltingPat. Pay me a dollar a month and get bonus stuff. Or $3 if you'd like. That'd be great. That'd be great. And uh, yeah, what's the one thing that uh, that you're, what's the one dumb thing you're willing to let go because somebody is so hot? I want to know that too. All right? We're good. This is This is going to get me canceled from the mayoral race. Oh boy, we're good to go. All right. I love you. Thank you for being here. Go enjoy yourself. Okay. You've been inside the Melting Pat on the next level network. Go crap open a cold one. Yo, could I get a cold beverage? I need some leverage. A sweaty ass as a lemonade would be nice. Of a spice from the top to a VK. Got a bar crop of swing bar cross. Got the bait on the phone board. See, I got some ice tea. If you like a taste of tea, then come along with me. Summertime is steaming. Don't give me no bugs. Glass some ice and a dash of a mess. It's not teeny time. Yeah, yeah, feeling old. And bring your own beverage. It's me, so it's cold. From the fat and real good sounding Chocolate egg cream, yo, on to cherry clouds And for a chill bar, on to send my ride Wobbles to the right, they got beverages Inside of me, a hot coffee, then fill it up with ice Watermelon, it's like it's rain Please fix me a large slice Summertime is cool, the heat is getting old Yeah, I have a beverage, sweet, so it's cold Cold, 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 cold You sent me from the bar Yeah, I like cold beverage, yeah I like cold beverage, yeah I'm feeling kind of party. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. Go, girl, work the cold one. Go, girl, work the cold one. What? Go, girl, work the cold one. Go, girl, work the cold one. Yo, when I'm fishing, let's keep one thing clear. The bait's over there, the brew's right here. Two six packs in a big bag of ice to any Bite, but the brew tastes a nice back to the ball. So every jack of reason I collide. Need a whole lot of them full drinks to catch me up on the must die. I'm the Kool-Aid kid. Will you serve my drink? Please stick it in the fridge. Cause I like cool beverage. Yeah. I like cool beverage. Yeah. I like cool beverage. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm kinda thirsty. I like cool beverage. Yeah. I like cool beverage. Yeah.